Welcome to the Simple Church Podcast, where we're committed to helping you know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. Let's get to today's message. Good morning, Simple Church. My name is Tim Toole. I'm the associate pastor. I've got the opportunity to bring the message today. Now, the interesting part is that this is a one-shot, a one-off. There's We're kind of in between series, as Aaron finished up a series last week, and we're stepping into a new series this week. I had the opportunity to to bring this one message. So I just wanna thank you for being here. Thank you for for joining us on our online campus or if you're on Facebook, if you're listening to this uh, sometime down the road. Uh, But but if you're live right now, go ahead and pop in the chat thread. Uh, Just say hi, good morning, and and let people know that you're there. Uh, You're totally cool to have some conversation playing out in there. Um, but we're just going to jump right into this. And, and, and I, I gotta tell you, it was kind of interesting when, when, when Aaron offered me up this, this one shot, this one, this one message and, and, and the boundaries where there's no boundaries. What do you, what do you want to speak on? And, and so I had, I had to think about it. I had, I had to get a, a little bit quiet and, and, and listen to what God was wanting to speak on. And, and that is what he was actually, uh, wanting me to speak on is this, this art of listening, um, but, but before we get deep into the message, I just want to share uh, one of my happy places. And one of my happy places is sitting out on my front porch. And it's possible that some of you have sat on the front porch with me. But, but, but this, this morning last week, as I was sitting on the front porch, I was, I was focused on listening. That, that uh, I, I wanted to hear. I wanted to, to, to hear. And, and before I actually had that, that, that mental thought of what, do I, what am I hearing, I, was, I realized that... that that uh, I, I was just hearing. I was just hearing random stuff. I wasn't really focused on anything. Um, nothing, nothing in particular stood out. But, but when I took a moment to quiet down, to calm down, and, and actually start to listen rather than just by default hearing what was going on, there was, there was all sorts of sound. I got, to hear, I got to hear the bugs, that there were bug sounds out there. And not just just bugs in general, but the cicadas. There were there were multiple cicadas, cicadas in the trees making their 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 whirring sound, and there were crickets that you could hear underneath too that were probably hanging out in my herb garden, and and there were plenty of birds, and and not just birds in general, but but I could hear the cardinals chirping, I could hear the crows calling in the background, and the blue jays making their obnoxious sound all over the neighborhood. And, and, and these were things close by, but, but then even further away, I could hear a plane in the background. I could hear roofers hammering nails. I could hear the beeping of the asphalt plant a mile away. That, that it actually was quite fascinating that, that when I stopped and listened, all of these different things that came into play, that, that when I was purposely focused on, on what sounds that were out there, um, that, that when I listened with intention and I listened with discipline, uh, I heard all sorts of things. That, that I was at that moment effectively and actively listening to the sounds around me. And, and in that moment, I find that, that everything kind of slows down and, and I get to discover. And, and this is an art of listening. This is where I end up when I'm listening with discipline, when I'm effectively and actively listening to the environment around me. Now, when I'm in de- default listing mode or when my focus is elsewhere, which isn't necessarily bad, but, but when I'm distracted or, or focused elsewhere, I miss out on all those sounds and experiences. If I'm lost in the world of my phone, playing games or listening to music or watching a YouTube video, uh, I, I don't acknowledge the songs of the cicadas, the chirps of the birds, or the taps of the acorns hitting my back porch. Do, do I want to be focused on those sounds all the time? Well, 
Well, yeah, a little bit, yes, but but not really. But but if I'm never actively listening, if I'm not effectively listening in some of those moments, I miss out. Now, this aspect of effective, effective and active listening also plays out in our relationships with others as well. That if, that if you've got a copy of our culture playbook, you know that one of our key behaviors that SC holds to is effective and active listening when it comes to our connection with others. That effective, active listening is a relational discipline. What does that look like? What does effective, active listening look like? Well, well, we all know what it doesn't look like, right? We all know when it's not playing out, when listening isn't happening. We all know when someone's not paying attention, when they're not really listening, that they're distracted with other things. Maybe they're just jumping in with their own story to top yours. And we all know how that feels. There's this disconnect. There's, there's, there's a disconnect between you and, and the other person. And to be honest, I hate it when I'm the listener, when I'm the one who's supposed to be listening and I realize I'm not listening well at all. Or, or when I should be listening and said, I'm talking on and on and on. But if, but if I'm actively and effectively listening, I'm, I'm focused on the other person. Not my phone, not the TV, not the agenda or the to-do list in my head. I'm focused on the other person and not distracted by other things. And I'm listening to understand. I'm listening from a place of curiosity, not necessarily to, to problem solve, then it might just be listening to me, but, but to better understand the other person's feelings, their contexts or challenges. And I'm listening to not just their words, but their tone, their body language, maybe even what they aren't saying. I'm listening to connect with them as the focus. And we know what that feels like too, don't we? When someone is effectively and actively listening, we, we feel a connection, we feel cared for, we feel valued. That effective, active listening is with, with others is a discipline. It takes intention, it takes focus. And when that skill is built up and built upon, your connection with others will increase because connection with others requires effective and active listening. But that's not even where I wanna to focus today. So, so yes, connection with others requires effective and active listening, but, but connection with God requires effective and active listening as well. Now, I know I can fall into bad patterns with my connection to God, that my prayers might just be a rambling on and on to him if I'm praying at all, that my reading scripture, I might just be doing it to get it done and check the box off on my Bible reading app if I'm reading at all, that setting aside any time with him I, I set aside the, the, the time with him for the distraction du jour, prioritizing other stuff over spending time with him. And there are some other parents that you might experience too. You might have your own variations on these, but, but all of these speak to a lack of connection with God and, and the lack of effective, effectively and actively listening to him. So let's look at that a little bit. So what are, the, some, what are some of the issues that come from not actively listening to God? Here's, here's an issue from not listening. You won't know his voice, and you may be following a stranger. That if, if you're not spending time actively listening to God, then you probably don't know his voice well. And if you don't know his voice, you're probably following someone else's voice. John 10 says this. This is Jesus speaking. I tell you the truth. Anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. 
After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They'll run from him because they don't know his voice. If, if you're not intimately familiar with the voice of God, if you don't have a pattern of actively listening to him, then it's very possible that, that you're, you're in this, this boat of verse five, that, that you're, you're listening to and following after a voice of a stranger and don't even know it. Who are the voices of, the, of strangers? Who are you listening to? Our culture is loaded with voices. There are so many avenues of influence that we can buy into that, that sound good or appealing or, or even righteous that we hold on to them as the voice to be followed, the voice to be listened to, the voice to be prioritized. Politicians, media, entertainment, educators, they all have some sort of agenda. Their voices have influence for better or for worse. And, and, and not just out, and, and, and they have an impact on, on how we move. And not just the voices that are out there, out there, out there somewhere, but, but the voices that are close by, that, that friends and family and coworkers all have influence. And they could be the stranger that you're following because you don't know God's voice to follow instead. And then there's one other voice that might be the stranger that you're following. And that one might be your voice. Maybe your voice is taking the lead and that's the stranger's voice that you're following. And in that mix of it all, God is probably speaking, guiding and leading, but, but, but we're drowned out or, or focused on these other voices. If we haven't had a pattern of actively listening to him and being able to identi identify his voice, then there's a high probability that we don't even know it when we hear it and are following after strangers' voices instead. And then what does that lead to? If you don't know God's voice, if you aren't actively listening to him on a base level, you're missing out on what he's saying. You miss out on opportunities to serve and make a difference when he's got these things out here for you. You're probably feeling distance from him, that you're out of touch with him, that you're disconnected. I've been there. Those periods of my life where I'm not really listening to him just has me in this blah kind of state. I'm not focused. I'm not praying. I'm not reading. I'm not satisfied. I'm not connected. And ultimately, I'm not following after his voice. And I just listened to a sermon this past Sunday from, from a pastor here locally. And, and his message was all on, on, the, on the calling that we have as believers, the calling that God's God for, God for us. And I couldn't help but connect all the verses that he was sharing about God calling us and the calling that he has for us. And, and, that, and that if we, that we receive that calling from, from listening to him, to, to hearing it and knowing it. But if you don't know his voice, if, if you're not listening to his voice, then you're missing out on what he's got, what he's calling you to do. And then on a more significant level, if you don't know God's voice, if you aren't actively listening to him, but instead listening to the strangers and following after their voices, you may be headlong into patterns of sin rationalizing behaviors away because culture is telling you that those behaviors are right that maybe you're allowing those voices to transform your way of thinking down a, down to a destructive path or, or reverting back to where you were before Christ. Ephesians 2 tells us where we were before Christ. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and, and your many sins, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. 
We, I don't, I don't want to be there. I don't want you to be there. I don't believe that you want to be there. But, but if we're not effectively and actively listening to him, if we're not active listening to God, then there are probably some significant pain points in your life and a distinct disconnect with God himself that has you in these challenging places. That, that there are other issues too with, with not listening to God, but, but these are the big ones that, that you're, you're missing out on what he's, what he's saying and you're probably suffering in pain for, for some of the choices and paths that you're, you're following down. But just as there are issues, if we aren't active listening to God, actively listening to him, there, there are benefits from actively listening to God. The first one is this. If we are effectively and actively listening to God, we gain direction. We gain his direction. You might be saying they're going, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. Are, are you listening? Have, have you taken a moment to, to listen with, with discipline to what God's got in front of you, the path that he wants you to go? That, that we can look through scripture and see very clearly that, that he's got a path for you and that there's a way to find it. Psalm 32, eight says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. He's, he's got a way that you're supposed to go and he's going to tell you which way it is. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own end understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. He's got a direction for you to go. Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And there's that calling again. He's, he's got a direction for you. He's got a path laid out for you. And, and he's trying to tell you that, that he's, he's trying to let you know. And, and, we, and when we're listening, when we're actively listening, we can figure out what that path is. Listen, John 10, Jesus is saying, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He's got the path. After he has gathered his own flocks, flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. If you know God's voice, if you're actively listening to his voice, there is a path. There, there's a path that he wants to take you on and his path is better than the one that you're deciding to be on. That his ways are, are better than the world's ways. That his ways are far better than the stranger's voice way of, of leading you down there. That, that he has direction for you. You gain direction. The second one is, is we gain blessings. We gain his blessings. Now, God's not a cosmic vending machine. And, and I'm not telling you that, that if you are listening to God, if you're paying attention to God, you're going to get all the worldly stuff that you want. That, that if you listen to him and obey, that you're going to get everything that you could imagine. Everything is going to be hunky-dory. That's not what I'm saying. But, but you will get his blessings, and his blessings are significant. Luke eleven twenty eight says, he replied, Blessed are, rather, are those who hear the word of God and obey it. That he, that he says that, that if you hear it and do what he's telling you to do, if you follow his path, his direction, you will be blessed. Proverbs sixteen twenty: whoever gives heed to instruction prospers and blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Matthew 7, 24, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. He's not saying that you're going to build a house on a rock, but, but that your life is built on the foundation of him. And in that, you will, you will stand strong. That these verses speak to a blessing of peace and security and confidence 
and clarity. And, and if you're listening to him, these are the blessings, some of the blessings that you'll receive from him. So you gain, we gain direction, we gain blessings, but here's the big one. We gain a, re- a stronger relationship with him. We, we know him better. This, this is the big one, that, that, that as we hear his voice and as we see his plan laid out for us, as we see these blessings come out, as we, as we, we dive into prayer and scripture, we get, we get to know him better. Our relationship with him becomes stronger as we are listening to him. If, if I consider the people that I know best in my life, it's those that I have spent time with investing in the relationship by, by being curious and, and effectively and actively listening. It's, it's not necessarily the people that, that listen to me go on and on and on or the, or the people that, I'm, I'm, that I intentionally or accidentally disconnect with that I'm not focused on. It's, it's, it's those people that, that, that there has been time and discipline and, and effort and, and a back and forth conversation with, of, of both of us listening that, that these are the people that I'm the closest with. And, and to be honest, that's how it should be with God as well, that, that, if, that if we are in a, in a conversation with him, if we are actually listening to him rather than just doing the talking, then, then we'll, we'll know him better. Our life will be transformed because of a relationship with him. So Ephesians 3 says this, When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he'll empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Listen, you've got to be listening to him to to be able to trust him that this relationship is, is founded there. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand fully, then you'll be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. This this, this verse is just screaming at us to know him more. And, and to know him more, we need to listen to him more. We need to be actively listening to him. That, that through this, we will have this greater understanding. And that this understanding is, is, is still beyond anything that we could totally understand. But, but we can understand more and more and more. That, that there's, there's not just this, this line where we can't cross anymore. It can get deeper. And then, and then Revelation 3.20. Revelation 3.20 is, is one that as I was reading this week, just, just set nice. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. That this is, this is the, the, the intro back into relationship with God. That, 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 he's, that he's, he's knocking at the door. And, and if you hear his voice, if you know his voice, you open the door, he's going to come and sit with you. That you get to sit with him at the dinner table. If, if we're listening to him, if we're actively listening to him, if we're effectively listening to him, then we, then we get a stronger relationship with him. And, and things are way different after that. So, so what does effective, active listening with God look like? What next steps might you need to take to be a better listener? These, these are going to be 
shockingly hard and things that you've probably never heard of before. So, so get ready and hang on. First, you need to be actively listening in prayer, which means first, you need to be praying. Shocker there, right? However, sometimes our, our prayers are just kind of haphazard or rambles. And, and not that he hates the haphazard or the rambles. Those are prayers that, that he covets as well. But, but, but those prayers where you're in, intentionally and, and, and with discipline praying to him are, are significant. But in those times of intentional and disciplined prayer, um, I, would, I would encourage you to, to pray with questions, to pray with moments of silence, to, to, to pray with moments of contemplation and purposeful thinking that, that instead of just sh sharing with him the things that you want or the things that you're struggling with, that, that you tune in to what God is saying. That, that you tune in to, to hear his voice, that, that John 20, 10, 27 is playing out, that, 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 that you are one of the sheep listening to his voice, that there's, it's, it's, it's kind of like a command. Listen, listen. Then maybe in your next round of, of prayer, that, that as you pray, that, that you put in moments of, of silence, of, of curiosity, of, of, a, of a meditation on, on what is he saying? What are you hearing? What is the Holy Spirit doing inside of you? That, that you can be actively listening in prayer. Second one, there's another tough one, another new one for you. You can be effective and actively listening in his word, which means you gotta be in his word, that you've, that you've gotta be reading your Bible. And, and, and like I said, not reading your Bible from a, a, a place of checking off the box so that you can get the day marked off on your Bible app or, or just getting the, the, the section read so that you're ready for grow group. There's value there if, if, if that's your only Bible reading, then, then that's better than nothing. However, I want, I want to encourage you and challenge you that to, to maybe read a little bit differently, that, that maybe you go into uh, reading his word, reading your Bible with, with a different perspective, that you're, you're reading to understand, that maybe you're reading with curiosity to, to, to be asking, so what, so what is going on here? What is it that you want me to know? That like, like listening in prayer, that, that you can read with moments of, of silence and contemplation and purposeful listening, that, that you get to tune in to what God has to say in his word and to hear his voice, that there's power in his word and, and there's power in listening. First Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is, is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. That if you're, if you're just running through scripture to get it read, it might not have this impact. But if you're, but if you're reading scripture from a place of wanting to realize what, what is wrong in our lives, where we need correction, where it is that, that we need to step, where it is that, that, that we're being equipped to do a good work that, that he's got great things. Remember, he's got direction for us. And, and in his word, when, when we're actively listening to him in his word, we can discover what that is. That when we're actively listening to him in his word, we're, we're understanding his voice better and stepping away from the stranger's voice. That that one we want to flee from. So you can be actively listening in prayer and you need to be actively listening in his word. And the third one is this that you need to be actively listening in community, which means first 
you've got to be in community with other believers. That, that you've got to be intentional and, and disciplined in investing in the lives of other believers and allowing them to invest in you as well. And you can be open to receiving from, from other believers what God is speaking, that, that God speaks through his children to his children. And, and really, this is the opportunity to, to be obedient to the, all the one another commands that, that you get to participate. If you are listening in community, you'll have opportunities to participate in the one another's as the doer and the receiver of the doings. And Hebrews 10, 23 says this, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised his face is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. There are opportunities. And if you're listening to his people, if you're listening to him and you're listening to his people, you will see those opportunities and you'll have the opportunity to spur one another, one another on towards love and good deeds, that you'll get to participate in those deeds. It means that you've got to probably meet together. This last year and a half has been a challenge with, with meeting together, but, but there are opportunities. And you might not feel comfortable meeting together with a huge group of people, but that doesn't mean that you don't meet together with other believers at all. That you, you need to find opportunities to connect to meet, to encourage, to serve, to, to, to challenge. And right now is a, is, a, is a great season that our grow groups are just starting. Grow groups have just started this week. And just because they started this week doesn't mean that you're too late. If you are not connected with community, if you're not connected in Simple Church with, with other believers, grow groups is the ideal path right now to step in and, and, ju and jump in into community and, and hear what God might be saying to you. I'm leading a walking group that meets every other Saturday as we go through, as we walk through the culture playbook and the park at the same time. And I'm doing a Zoom Bible study for the people that don't want to meet in person. There's game groups. There's, there's, there, there's all sorts of groups. Click the button on the app and it'll take you to the groups and you can sign up for the groups. I know that there's still space in them and that space could be just for you. Take advantage of that opportunity so, so that you can not just connect with others, but connect with God and hear his voice, hear what he's got planned for you, the direction that he's got for you, the blessings that, he got, that he's got for you and the relationship that he has for you with his son. So what step do you need to take? What action can you implement that brings more discipline to how you're listening to God? That when it comes to this art of listening, what, what's the new brushstroke that you need to try out and, and get a little bit better at? I want to encourage you to take, to take one of those. Do something with discipline and focus and, and hear what God's got for you. That he's, that he's got something special for you. He's got something purposeful for you. And he wants you to know his voice. Now, now maybe today you're listening to this message and, and, and for the first time realizing, oh, oh, maybe I'm hearing God's voice for the first time. That, that maybe you haven't known his voice, but, but today there's this moment of, oh, I think I hear it. I, I think I hear him calling me. That that I'm I'm going to lift up a prayer and I'm going to encourage you to to follow along in it. That that this is not a magic prayer, but this is an opportunity for you to to confess and believe that as you are hearing his voice, that you're acknowledging Jesus Christ as as the Son of God, and that that he wants a relationship with you. And and maybe you haven't been listening in a while, but but today you are. That that you can throw out this prayer as well as a reconnecting point with. With, with God so that, that you're back on the right track, that, 
that, that you're looking for his blessings, you're looking for the direction, and you're looking for the relationship to, to start again. I'm gonna say a prayer. You can join along with me, but I, but I would encourage you to, to step closer to him, listen to the shepherd, and hear his voice. Father, I, I take this moment to, to acknowledge you. I believe Jesus Christ is, is Lord and Savior, and, and I think I hear his voice, and I want to follow after his voice. So today, I'm following after his voice. And I pray that, that his voice just becomes clearer and clearer as my relationship with him grows, and you show me all that you've got planned for me. I thank you for this this morning. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. If this was if this was your first time, I, I just wanted to let you know that that everybody's applauding, everybody's excited for for people that hear God's voice for the first time and take that step towards Him. And if that was you, I would encourage you to fill out the Connect card and let us know. Let us celebrate with you and let us encourage you in what your next steps of faith is uh, and can be in your relationship with Jesus. And and you know what? If you haven't been listening in a while and this was this was your moment too. Post that up too. Fill out a connect card and let us know too. And 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 we would love to encourage you with what your next steps might be. Might be how to connect better with others and how to connect with God. We've got great opportunities for you. And uh, just let us know, and we'll we'll take that walk. And as I close out, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lift up the offering. We're gonna pray for the offering. There are three different ways that you can send your offering. I'm sure they're popping up on the screen right now. And and I just wanted to say thank you as as we figure out. Uh, how it is that Simple Church is moving through these these times and, and that we stay focused with what God has for us, the direction that he's casting us and that we as leaders are, are listening as well. So I'm gonna pray for the offering and then I'm gonna let you guys go and have a great week. So Father, again, I thank you for the work that you're doing at Simple Church, in Simple Church, in the in the body of believers as we are figuring out what it is, the, the direction that you've got us going on. And, and, I'm, and I'm grateful for the plan that you've got for us, even though at times it just seems challenging. But, but Father, I lift up this offering to you. I pray that that uh, that we keep focused here as well, that, that with this offering, we, we give it to you and you show us how to move and that we do this all for your glory and your kingdom. It's in Jesus' name, my friend. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I hope you have a great rest of your day today. I hope you have a great week. And, and I'll be curious to hear what God is saying to you over the coming months. Have a great week, some church.